the Exec MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to feature a conversation I recently recorded with Olivia Joe. Olivia is a Global Executive MBA Format student in our class of 2020, and she and I recently sat down to talk a little bit more about her MBA journey, as well as how she's balanced the demands of being a new mom and being in our program. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Olivia Joe. Olivia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you and what's your background? Uh, my name is Olivia Zhou. Um, I was born in China, raised in China. I came here um, about 12 years ago uh, to pursue my undergrad. So I went to undergrad in the United States as well. So um, And then I'm currently working at a financial services firm. Uh, we are uh, online broker brokerage firm, so we have uh, about two hundred employees and medium sized firm. Uh, we started as a startup, so it was twenty years ago. Uh, I've been working there for seven years. Uh, I have really enjoyed working there. Uh, since it was actually my first job, <laughs> I grown with the firm. So when I started, it was only like hundred employees around that. You know, uh, 100 employees, Marcusol, and then we grow. We actually doubled in our employee uh, as 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 fast as the revenue also like tripled. But I wouldn't share some numbers on that, of course. Um, uh, given we're still a private firm, so um, uh, so far that I'm managing a team of accounting professionals, um, gain some leadership experience. Um, so that's about it. So okay. you are someone with a finance? Finance accounting background, yes. Okay. Um, had you thought about an MBA for a while? Sometimes folks with that background, it's something that they've considered. To be honest with you, I have. Uh, I've been thinking about MBA since I was an undergrad. So I know this is something that I always wanted to do uh, since I was uh, going through my undergrad. I know that I finished my undergrad. I will um, gain some working experience, so hopefully I will get my MBA later. Uh, that was my plan since then. So uh, you mentioned that you've been with your company, uh, basically the same company for, yeah, for, for your career. Over, over seven years, yes. All right. And you knew that you wanted to get an MBA. Yes. Um, what led you specifically to Darden? I mean, I did some explorations uh, for other schools as well. Uh, uh, given that I know Darden since I was an undergrad, I know uh, UVA, uh, University of Virginia, as a top-tier school, and it's a great school. And I always wanted to to come here to get a degree, but I didn't know it was my MBA degree or undergrad at that time. So uh, it was on my radar since long time ago, <laughs> since I was in China, actually. So, uh, But I get a chance to do it, to explore uh, Darden at that time. I did comparatively with other top schools, but Darden has really clicked with me in a lot of ways. Um, I come from China with um, emphasize with family values. Uh, so we are very tight with each other uh, in community senses, you know, in, in community, and we help each other. I think Darden speak to that value. Uh, have really tight networking uh, community 
uh, sense to me. So it ties to my family values. So that really like feels like a home to me. So that's one of the reasons that I I feel like oh, I love this you know sense of tightness, the network, the community, and stuff. And then the second reason that um, I choose Darden was because the case study. I love the case study because I remember going through the undergrad. There's a lot of uh, lecturing, um, study that on your own and stuff like that. Um, I, I feel like that wasn't to my advantage, so I prefer engaging. And talking to each other, I love to learn from others' perspective and through the discussions, and listen to other people's stories. So I found um, after a class visit in September. So I really fall in love with the case study. So that's another reason. So you mentioned that you came for a class visit. It's something that we think is very impactful for students uh, to come. Uh, is that kind of when you started to think like this is my, maybe the place you'd like to be? Yeah, actually, it is. I mean, I've been you know talking with you for a while before I you know showed up for a class visit, and I love how you know the interaction between you and me, and you answering all the questions that I have, the concerns, and you know how I'm gonna do this and stuff like that. And then you know I said you know I really should do a class visit to see how actually the classroom. Um, looks like, you know, how students, you know, enjoy the class. So, I mean, after that, I was like pretty much determined that this is the place I wanted to be. And then I love the faculties and they just amazing how they engage in the class and encourage the participation and, you know, give you a chance to share your thoughts, your story. And it's not about, you know, they, they, they tell you, they teach you what they know is that, they give you a chance to teach each other. Uh, be a teacher in the classroom, also be a student in the classroom as well. So you get to teach other people what you know. You get to learn from other people that you don't know. I think that's a great environment. So you're a Gimbal format student, our global executive MBA format. Um, you chose the most global option. Uh, it's <laughs> yes. worth noting both of our executive formats are global. Uh, it's just a question of how much global experience exactly. one gets to have during the course of the program. So as a Gimba format student, you've so far been to Brazil, China, and Europe. Western Europe, yes. and you're going to get ready to go to India. India in two weeks. Have you been to India before? I have not. I am very excited to go. Um, I heard a lot about it. It's an emerging market. It's very similar to China um, in terms of being a developing country. Uh, I also heard there's a lot of differences between those two culture cultures. And of course, the business environment are different as well. So I am so looking forward to learn the differences, how businesses are conducted in India. So you'll get to have that look of, I mean, Brazil, you know, then obviously mm-hmm. China, then Western Europe, and India. A lot of diversity across yes. all of those markets. All the all the diversity, yes. What led you to choose the global executive MBA format? Um, you know, given given that I am already uh, have the international background, uh, you know, coming from China, uh, that I wanted to learn about different 
cultures, uh, different business environments, um, how things is done in in different country. Um, that's one of the reason that really attracted me just to learn.、Um, when I was in China before, that I always wanted to learn、uh, about United States, you know, about America, how business is done here,、um, why United States is, you know, who they are, <laughs> where they are, like being the global leading economy. So、uh, I was very interested in learning. So I came over here and you know did my undergrad. So I'm still here, and of course I want to continue my my journey, learning about other businesses and cultures、uh, around the world. So we tell prospective students all the time. That life still continues while you're in this program. Yes, and I think your story is probably one of the best examples I can think of of this. So,、uh, for our listeners,、um, Olivia came to the first leadership residency in Charlottesville. How many months pregnant were you?、Um, I was, I was thirty-seven weeks pregnant. So that's almost close to nine months. Yeah. Pregnant. So, so very pregnant when you. When yeah, you, when you I was very pregnant, <laughs> and people think that you know you might pop up any time. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of nervous for a lot of people who are around me as well because you know like thirty、uh, seven weeks considered to be a full term that the baby can you know come out any time.、Um, so there's a lot of nervousness, <laughs> I'm sure. So you showed up at LR one thinking that you could have had the baby then.、Um, I can remember the emails、uh, prior to the start of school where you were inquiring about if I go into labor, what happens, what are my options, that sort of thing.、Uh, you didn't have the baby during LR one, although you had the baby soon thereafter. Yes, yes, I did.、Um, Yeah, I, I the, you still remember the conversation we had and the, the emails.、Um, I do want to, you know, I don't want to scare people doing, you know, the L one. You know, everybody's coming here for for a class, MB class, and they they didn't want to come here for for like a, you know, having to experience somebody, you know, giving a labor or something. So,、um, but right after that, during our first on ground, that was beginning of September. So I went into labor.、Uh, I couldn't make it to the.、Uh, First on ground, actually,、uh, I missed the whole on grounds. I was in the hospital during that time,、um, so. But you had had your baby.、Um, tell、did. us a little bit more、uh, about your baby. I mean, he's he's almost fourteen month old right now, and I can't believe it.、Uh, how fast time went.、Um, it's just to think about. It, it was like feel like yesterday that I just. You know, had him, and then now I'm like almost、uh, two third of the way down with the program, and I feel like I'm excited that I'm gonna be graduated soon.、Uh, and the same time,、um, I feel like I'm gonna miss it a lot. And there's a lot of difficulties in the beginning,、uh, for sure.、Um, I wanted to share with you that in the beginning, beginning of a couple of quarters, I feel like if anybody was going to quit this program, it's going to be me、um, because there's a lot of challenges.、Um, after they had the baby,、um, two months that I went to Brazil,、uh, since I'm a nursing mom at that time, so there's a lot of challenges given that the schedule was really tight. 
and then we have to we have classes in the morning, and then we have to do company visit in the afternoon. And sometimes we do some of the visitors is outside, and it's hard to coordinate it with the time, and then finding a place to pump、um, the breast milk. So it's it's just a lot of.、Um, Things that I have to deal with, and given that you are in a new environment in a different country, that adds a little extra、uh, stress, I would have to say. But the fortunate thing that I wanted to say is my classmates, and you know, there are so wonderful people, and they're so smart, they're so supportive, and I couldn't even believe how supportive they are.、Um, without them, I couldn't go through that.、Um, I really appreciated that, and I think Darling、uh, did a great job bringing all those talented people. They're not only talented; they're very、um, passionate. They are very、um, compassionate as well, and wanted to support and and help you succeed with the program. So I I thought a lot about you trying to balance being a new mom and school and work and just life. And it's interesting to hear you talk about some of those early challenges. You're now here in、uh, quarter eight of the program, well beyond two thirds. You're almost—I mean, you are eighty percent of the way done, if not a little bit more than that. When you、yes. consider consider LR one, so the end is end is near. You, you, you're get you're getting there.、Um, how does it feel now? I mean, you mentioned your son is fourteen months.、Um, I imagine you feel a little bit more settled as a mom at this point. And I definitely feel like yes, I am a I'm a mom. I finally sink deep. <laughs>、um, but things changing all the time. You know,、um, he was a baby. Now he's turning into a toddler. He have you know thoughts and ideas, and you know that give you a different type of challenge every day. Of course, in things never stops.、Uh, life doesn't stop, and you know he's gonna continue to grow. Gonna continue to challenge me. Uh, as a mom, and you know, work involves as well, and we're super busy right now. And given the year end is coming up, and the audit, and you know, all those things that we have to do,、uh, work through for the regulators, and you know,、uh, financial statements, and have to file with the all different regulators. So there's a lot of work to do during this time as well.、Uh, Of, co- of course, after year end as well, the quarter nine is gonna be rough as well. I would have to say, but you know what?、Uh, I feel like I get a handle of what I have to do, and what left for me was to really focus what's important for me at this point.、Um, really, really let you you know how to choose what you need to focus on, what you what is important to you, and then. And you know, just like some、uh, prioritize your 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 stuff, your your task, your life that you have to take care of, and that's I think also an important training that we have to have as a leader.、Um, that happens everywhere. I mean, and, and work and your life, and you have to balance everything. That point about prioritization is one that many of your classmates have mentioned here on the podcast. That you can't do everything all the time. You have to focus on the most important thing. Yeah, it sounds like that's the idea that's really kind of helped you through what's been a a very busy and demanding time in your in your life here. Exactly. On top of that, you need to you you can be the best in everything, and you have to find the right balance that you feel. 
that I am a good mom.、Uh, I'm also a good student. I also doing a great job. And finding the balance is a little rough, but eventually you will get there. And you will say, you know what? I doing a good job, but I'm not perfect, which is okay、uh, to accept that I'm not perfect because nobody is. That's a great point.、Um, some some might say perhaps one of the most important lessons for people who are going to be leaders and managers.、Uh, one to have the sort of authenticity to say like. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time, or this is this is difficult for me. But then also, kind of giving yourself some grace to say, like, you know, I don't have to be completely perfect all the time. You know, I'm going to try my best and do my best, and that's that's good enough. Yeah, I, I think that's an important thing to learn. And I came to this program in the beginning, think that you know what, I want to do to do great in every single class. I want to. I excel in every single class. I want to get great, good grades, great grades. But in the end, that's it. Doesn't matter. It's how much you learn. It's what you learn、uh, that matters.、Uh, the the big thing that I have learned is I have I have learned so much about myself through this program. I learned who I am, what I can do.、Um, And you know, be myself and be ref, you know reflect on what I have done and what I could do in the future. And I think that's really important for me. What have what have been your sort of key takeaways about you that you've learned through the program? I will say one of the things that I found fascinating the more I've talked to people about the program is the amount of sort of self discovery and self awareness that people gain. Through this program, it's always it struck me as is incredible. I don't think that's what people necessarily set out to accomplish、uh, when they when they choose to go back to school to get an MBA,、uh, but certainly here at Darden, it's an inevitable byproduct of the experience. I, I completely agree with those people who have actually feel that way. I feel it's a transformational process. It's a self transformation process. And I remember clearly in the beginning of the R01, and Jim Dieter was sharing. So this is going to be a transformational journey for you. And and the and that time I didn't understand it. I was like, "What do you mean, right?" Because、um, I, you know, in the beginning you, you're like so nervous. You just started, and I, I don't know what this journey is gonna be. And I'm anxious and the same time excited, but. Um, looking forward to it, and finally, that through the couple of quarters, you know, in、uh, and especially when we went to a Europe,、um, the global residency, and I finally realized what Jim means by self transformation, and I learned so much about myself、uh, in terms of so, as a leader myself, what. You know things that I could improve on.、Uh, what are my advantages? My what my strengths are. So how can I be a better leader?、Um, just just learn like things that you think that you might have a blind spot that you didn't know, but you learn from it. The self reflection、uh, through talking and engaging with your classmates, with my classmates, of course.、Um, With the professor and everybody else, it's just 
it's a self discovery too.、Um, I just feel so much better that I know what I can do in the future. You mentioned that you're managing a team of accountants. Yes, has this helped you as a manager? It definitely did.、Um, I have some feedback from my、uh, actually team. They said I can see the change from you by going through this program. You may not notice, but I I see the differences that you bring to the team.、Um, they really appreciate it, and I I try to apply what I have learned already in the program into what my job right now. So I wanted the experience to tie to what I have learned. So which work out to be really great, and then they feel like. I'd be a better leader to them. I give them better feedbacks, more constructive feedbacks. I think that's one thing that they loved us a lot as well.、Um, I think going through this program, we we get a lot of feedbacks from each other. We try to be, we try to give constructive、uh, feedbacks.、Um, you know, if you have things that you think that you need to prove on or. Your classmate needs to provide share with them, and they will appreciate it. And I appreciate it a lot. And even you wanted to say thank you for what they did. It's a great chance to tell them as well. So I appreciate the process. So I learned so much. And and you know through all those leader leadership courses like leading organization and stuff, they give you chances to practice that to learn who you are as a leader. And then watch out for your you know improve your、uh, your your. Blind spot or your weaknesses, and be aware of that. And that's very important as a leader. You, you know, we all good at certain things.、Um, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And you know, learn who you are, what those are, is important. So, what would your advice be to moms who are listening to this podcast and wondering if they can do the program? Uh, while he's sort of managing the demands of, of being a parent, you could say the same assume about dads. But、uh, you know, obviously, we've got dads in the program too. But given your experience having a baby, juggling all these things, what would your advice be be to moms out there? So I'm just gonna share what my thought process is.、Um, if if you remember、uh, and our conversation in the very beginning of January 2018, and I I called you, I said. I sent you an email. I said, you know, like we need to have a conversation, and I want to share the news with you. And I was pregnant.、Uh, it was unexpected,、um, but that's fine. I think life throw you curveballs, and my advice is just roll with it. That's that's how I did it. And what I was thinking at that time was, I can find excuses not to do this, and I'm pregnant. I can't do this program. It's perfectly fine, as you told me, and you said、uh, we can postpone one year, or you can choose not to go to go through this program. You said it's fine, but that was not an option for me because I know that if today I'm gonna use this as an excuse, and then two years later I'm gonna find another excuse for myself not to do this program, and then ten years down the road I have not done this program, so I don't want to do that to myself. And that's one reason. The second one was I don't want to tell my son Nathan said that because of you that I didn't go through this program, I didn't achieve, I didn't pursue my dream. 
that I wanted to do. So that thing, that, that just stuck with me that I want to set a good example for him as a, as a parent. So I, would, I wanted to tell him that I can do this and so do you. You can do this as well. Rather than tell him that because of I was pregnant with you that I can't do this program. I just couldn't do that to him. That's a very powerful thing. Uh, we had uh, one of your classmates on the podcast, Aaron Tolini, uh, who you may yes. you may know well. Um, I suspect you do. Um, she said a very similar thing about sort of role modeling for her kids. Yeah. Uh, that an MBA is something to strive for, that you can achieve. That it was really important for her to demonstrate that. Yeah, I want to. I want to set a good example. I want to demonstrate things that. Uh, you know, mom can do it, so you can do it too. And there's no um, limitations and, you know, anything is possible. So, Olivia, we generally ask our guests here uh, the same sort of last question, and, and that is uh, we've talked a lot about tips and advice and insights that you have for students as to how to juggle being a parent and in school. Um, but I'm curious just in a much more general way, Mm-hmm. What's your advice for prospective students who are either looking at Darden or thinking about going back to school? You got a prospective student? What would you share with that person? Um, I know that people value different options. You know, they think about they wanted to should they do an MBA program? Should they find a different job and stuff like that? But if you think about it, and this is what you wanted to do, I would really suggest start exploring right now. And start with now. Have the conversation with Fred. Uh, come here for a class visit and just just get a feel of what you what you wanted to do. And you know, after you learn it, and then you can evaluate whether you wanted to do it or not. If I would say start now, and you know, things will work out, and life is gonna be great. <laughs> That's great advice. I, I think we've heard similar things from your fellow classmates that thinking about it, well, you, thinking about it, you can sort of kick it around in your head and kind of think about it forever. Just taking a few steps to sort of engage with the idea of going back to school. So whether that's scheduling a conversation or coming to an event, like a networking breakfast or a networking dinner or one of our, in many cases, alumni receptions, or coming for a class visit. Just something to kind of get you a little bit further down the process to say, hey, let me check in with this. Is this something I want to do? I'm going to go meet some people. I'm going to have some conversations. I'm going to see how I feel at the end of this. And just taking each of those steps, a small step, uh, can really kind of help you begin to figure out if this is the right step for you. I mean, in the end, if you really said, oh, after I learned all those process, I didn't want to do it. But you met great people. You're going to meet great people. And, you know, you learn from them. And maybe this is not the right time for you, but you get to learn. And you know that there are people there for you when you, when you are ready. And then you know Brett is going to help you. And you know other people is going to be there. The commission uh, office is going to be there for you to answer your further questions. And, you know, why start now? And it doesn't hurt to, to, to do a class visit. It doesn't hurt to learn about it. You know, there's no, like, you have to commit it immediately. So I would say just start exploring. Um, that's very important. Uh, for me, it was like, I wanted to do this, and I started talking. You know, um, let me just talk talk to them and see what happens. Well, Olivia, uh, 
you came in to Roslyn Sands Family Grounds on a non-residency weekend. You took some time out of your Friday afternoon to be here on the podcast. We're always grateful. We know how busy all of our students are. So thank you so much for taking this time. I have really enjoyed talking with you. And thank you for all your heartfelt insights. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And that was my conversation with Olivia Joe, a global executive MBA format student in our class of 2020. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA, at darden.virginia.edu. Until next time, thanks for listening.